0: La, la, la,
1: la, 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 la. Hi, it's Jesse, the founder of Max Fun, coming to you from the microphone at my home office where I am socially segregating. So we promised you a Max Fun drive this week, but things haven't exactly gone how we expected, so given the pandemic, we're gonna postpone this year's drive uh events are still fluid, so we're hesitant to give you specifics about new dates. Right now, we have late April penciled into our calendars. We'll keep you posted about that. As it stands, a lot of our drive machinery was already cranked up. So for one thing, you might hear a reference or two to the drive in our shows, which might have been recorded before we made this decision. And uh, here is some good news. There's a bunch of great bonus content available for all of our Max Fund members. If you're a member and you missed the email with instructions on how to listen, check your spam folder, or log in at maximumfund.org/manage. Uh, also at maximumfund.org/manage, you can change your membership if your circumstances have changed. We know this is a tough time for a lot of people, and we understand. You can also go to MaximumFun.org slash join at any time if you'd like to become a member. During the next couple of weeks, what would have been the drive, we're going to do our best to be extra available to you. Uh, we've got some streaming events planned, some social media stuff. We know a lot of folks are isolated right now, and we want to help provide comfort in the best ways that we know how. You can follow us on social media, and we'll let you know what's up. During this tough time, I have been feeling really grateful for my community of colleagues here at MaxFun and for you, the folks who make our work possible, goofy as that work may sometimes be. Stay safe out there. We're thinking of you.
0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys, and take off your shoes and socks and run. You.
1: It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Pool Detective. Pool Detective.
2: Yeah. There was a there's a pool mystery that I'm trying to get to the bottom of. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, I mean it sounds rich. Yeah. My. My my community pool that I swim at was uh, recently shut down.
1: Yeah, well, been to... half of the world is shut down at this point. It's rough. Yeah, but let's talk about what's important. <laughs> the aquatic centers. Okay,
2: okay. I don't, I don't mean to be.
1: No, of course not at it all. It's very yes. bad,
2: and I'm making light of my...
1: But we are here to provide America and the world with bullshit. Right, And yes. we will deliver in the form of a pool mystery. <laughs> sure, exactly, as...
2: Paul Revere rode out into the night, <laughs> yeah. so will we, making cunilingus jokes about Mario's enemies.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so what was going on at the pool? Well, do we want to- Should we introduce our yeah, guest yeah. first? I would love to. From the brand new smash hit Max Fun podcast, fan tie, Travelle Anderson. Hi, hello. Travelle. Hello, 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 hello. How are you, friend?
0: I'm doing all right, you know, in these dark- Stormy times of ours.
1: I think there's a mystery afoot. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> also, I made everyone a dark and stormy.
2: <laughs> oh. That's, yeah, I was passing out cocktails. That's really nice. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Uh rub and ginger ale? That sounds right to me. I yeah. think it is. Ginger yeah. ale's healthy.
1: Yeah, exactly. Absolutely.
2: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. What is what what is what are the what are the what are the store bought mom remedies? Ginger ale, ginger chicken ale. soup, saltine crackers. That's it.
1: That's it. You know what I, can
2: the government just stop start airdropping <laughs>
1: chicken soup, ginger ale and saltine crackers to everyone? Do you know we'll what?
2: have this thing beat in a week. Do you
1: know what it is makes a lot of appearances? Coachella's
2: back on.
1: You know what makes Sorry. a lot of appearances in my house in the face of illness? Hmm. Mexican Pedialyte. Okay. It's just huh. the regular Pedialyte. You have the Mexican to get Pedialyte it. uses the cane sugar. <laughs> the real cane sugar. You got to get it off a truck. Comes in that glass bottle right. that they use. Right, stays cold. Uh, you, well, because regular Pedialyte's really expensive. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've ever had a sick child before, but no. regular Pedialyte is really expensive. It was like a hipster hangover cure for a while. It's I don't still really it's
0: it still is. Is it still? I mean, not a hipster thing because I'm far from that, <laughs> uh, but it still is. Really? Yeah. Have, you, have you yourself used it for a hangover? No, okay. but I know of a lot of people people who have interesting you know i also live a block away from you know a ralphs so on a saturday morning <laughs> sunday morning When When you want to give yourself a little sweet treat. You know, or I'm going to go get some eggs or something. Oh, right. And the Pedialyte You see people doing walks of shame. Listen, they're just, like, very slowly walking. (laughs) They've got sunglasses on at six in the morning. Right. It's
2: it's tough for them. Yeah, you need an Egg McMuffin and a Pedialyte. Listen,
0: also down the street from McDonald's. Wow. So perfect. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Seems like you live in the middle of what's happening. Listen, I do what I got (laughs) to (laughs) do.
2: Um— so, wait, so, so, so it's so dramatically. So you, but you've you found a, a discount Pedialyte.
1: Yeah, because I, you know, the grocery store by my house uh, is a big international foods type mm-hmm. grocery store, uh, especially Hispanic foods. Mm-hmm. And regular Pedialyte is is expensive enough that it's in the part of the store like with the liquor. Where it's by the checkout, and you have to ask the checkout person to go unlock it and get it for you because mm-hmm. it costs like nine dollars or something. Sure, it's, uh, it's expensive. And like quadruple blade razors, yeah,
2: exactly. And
1: Blu-rays of Jumanji, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have things that are locked up at the uh, locked up at the grocery store, <laughs> exactly. And uh, and the the Mexican pedialyte is not, mm. and. My careful investigations of the back panels of both products seem to reveal that they were the same. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, apologies to my children's electrolytes if I was wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, may, I imagine the uh, Mexican version comes in a nice
2: tamarindo flavor.
1: <laughs> oh, I would love it. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have a jamica, please? <laughs> yeah, I would love that. I'd be drinking that. I'd, I don't even drink. I'd use it as a hangover cure. Yeah, right. If it was Jamaica flavored. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll get you on, on the wagon,
2: right? Yeah. Um, so I, I have, I have a, so before, before everything was closed, yeah. all the things, all yes. of the things, um, you know, I was trying, I'm, I'm, uh, for your benefit, I, I, I do a little, I do a little recreational swimming. Okay. Um, I'm trying to, trying to up it to five times a week. That That's was my awesome. plan. Can I do it? Can I go five times a week?
1: Yeah.
2: I have, a. I have a I have a, a flexible work from home schedule. Yeah, I can make it to this fucking thing five times a
1: week. I yeah, you know, so. crawl one day, breaststroke the next. Sure, <laughs> uh, alligator floaty on Wednesday.
2: <laughs> Put a pool noodle between my legs and make it look
1: like a dick. Thursday, <laughs> there are a variety of pool activities. Hey, my my pool has super soaker Fridays. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, we talking fifties or hundreds? <laughs> Hundos all the way. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, did you did you have Super Soakers yeah. as a kid? Are Is you that, from the Super Soaker generation? You're a little I, younger than I us. remember
0: them existing. Yeah, um, but we weren't really playing with them.
1: You don't remember when they were everything. There no. was a time. There was a period of what would you say, maybe four years? Yeah, I mean, I I definitely remember, uh, and I I'm
2: getting a little wistful thinking about mm-hmm. it. I Aww. can see my cheeks getting a little rosy. I remember the. The Super Soaker Summer. Oh wow. oh, wow. And it was very special. Uh-huh. And, you know, I don't think I'll ever forget it when <laughs> the Super Soaker arms race caused them to go from, you know, reasonably sized water guns to things that involved a backpack you <laughs> had to put on. <laughs> I remember
1: when it went to backpack level. Yeah. Like, it was such a tremendous technological advancement. hmm To pressurize a water gun. Right. It was such an extraordinary leap forward from the kind that you buy at the liquor store that's like a translucent green but Mm -hmm. looks otherwise exactly like a real gun. (laughs) Uh, Which was the kind that – I know those. Yeah. And then when I was like eight or nine maybe, Mm -hmm. the super soakers came in and that was you pump it up to make it shoot super far. And here's the thing. Uh, Super soakers – And Apple computers are the two things that forever in my life I will think of. And just because it hit at the right moment in my life – Forever in my life, I will think of as rich kid shit. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know mm-hmm. what Super Soakers cost. Probably twelve ninety nine, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't think Super Soakers are 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 particularly expensive things. And uh, it may be that they were not even overrepresented among rich kids, but it was one of those things that was everything in the world that both my parents or each of my parents, because my parents were divorced, but each of my parents were like, we cannot afford to to spend that on a on a water gun you can get a regular soaker but yeah if, not a super not soaker not a super soaker <laughs> exactly you can get one at the Mexican grocery store like last <laughs> summer which is what you know every summer right Travelle what were the like cherished childhood toys for you growing up what did so, you want more than
0: anything I was one of those kids that didn't really like going outside and playing things uh-huh. you know I read books uh-huh. you mm, know interesting. I, wow I, <laughs> <laughs> did you not even own a TV I mean my brother I have an older brother so he was very into like the sports and the yeah. football of it all, <laughs> and you know the video sure. games of it sure, all. Sure, sure. Um, and then I was just like in my room, like reading, you know, Judy Bloom books and <laughs> yeah. Babysitters Club, and right. you know, uh, Goosebumps. Remember no, goosebumps? goosebumps? I had to read a Goosebumps
2: recently to go on a podcast mm-hmm. oh. because uh, podcasts these days are uh, about <laughs> things. Yes. Yeah, uh, some of them, some of them, not this one, of course. But
1: re- a podcast that was started. Recently. Sorry, Travelle, He's talking about the ones people listen to. Right. <laughs> if a podcast was started recently and yeah. has fans, it yeah. is
2: about something. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I had to. This was the first. I had read maybe two Goosebumps books as a kid, and uh, and I and I, I dove into one to go on this podcast. It's called The Goosebuds, by the way, and it is a hell of a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I hope we're going to get one of the hosts on there uh, on here soon. It was a blast.
1: The go- the the Goose Buds? The Goose Buds. They're buds who read Goosebumps. I, I actually have a side project podcast called The Goose Butts. It's about <laughs> how funny Goose's butts look when they're walking away from you. See,
2: that's a podcast about something. Yeah.
1: People are going to love it. I mean, more popular than this podcast. I'm going to be <laughs> frank. Sure.
2: <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, but yeah, it was called The Abominable Snowman of Pasadena. That, <laughs> I'll spoiler alert, The Abominable Snowman does not get, ba- get to Pasadena until the last five pages
1: really yes what's it doing road tricking road tripping from the yukon it's in a block of ice and it it unfreezes briefly
2: to scare some kids and eat trail mix and then freezes again for some reason
1: it eats trail mix yeah it eats trail mix i think that's supposed to be a joke the kind with (laughs) the kind with or without m&ms doe doesn't say Mm, yeah probably without Oh, yeah. I'd, yeah I'd, if I had without. the kind... If I had trail mix that didn't have any M&Ms in it, Travel. M&Ms I'd, are the best part. I'd yeah. give it to the Abominable Snowman. <laughs> I don't like, need it. it. I don't want it.
2: You know, and it's like... It's like you would say, "Oh, just eat a bag of M and M's," but if they're not in the trail mix, they don't get salty. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Thank you, want you Jordan. Them to be a little salty. Thank you, and that's
1: why the abominable snowman <laughs> realistically would eat the right. kind with Thank no M and M's because no one would give them the kind that does have M and M's because they get salty. Uh, travel what were your what were your goosebumps books
2: did you oh, ever read I the abominable snowman capacity I, I doubt
0: it um <laughs> i think i was just reading because they were there sure. you know um but I don't even remember the book i have a horrible memory yes. um i feel like it's something that i need to work out with my therapist that i don't have um <laughs> you know like the traumatic childhood thing you block it all out
2: wait first but uh, <laughs> you you start you build a base by remembering goosebumps books <laughs> and then you can work up to you know
0: intimacy exactly. issues that your parents get exactly Exactly. That's where we're gonna start and work our way up. Classic um,
1: Jungian analysis. But I just starts feel like with, tell me about the goosebumps you <laughs> had as a child.
0: <laughs>
2: how
1: did you? How did you feel when the abominable snowman got to pass Pasadena in the last five pages? Is that was your
0: therapist, someone. If, if you <laughs> uh,
1: yes, <laughs> tell, tell me this: if you were an abominable snowman, what type? Of trail mix would you like to eat? And what type do you think you would have access to? Because if it was me, I would not give an abominable snowman the kind of this m and M. I I just want
0: to say your accents are very good. I'm very horrible at this. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I was going to jump in, but I was like, let's not do that. <laughs> Don't want to inf- offend anybody.
1: <laughs> so you were right. reading, you were reading, you were reading Judy Bloom's. Just, just books. Yeah. Like regular I did that books, too. Harry I read Potter books. all books. And then eventually I was like, eventually when I was like, Nine or ten, something like that. I was like, "No, I only read Michael Crichton books now." Sure, I'll <laughs> I'll yeah, graduated. I only read airport thrillers from here <laughs> on out. I had a little Crichton <laughs> phase. <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I had a, I had a big Crichton phase. What are we talking? What are the what are
1: the Crichton classics of our youth? We got I, Jurassic I Park, like 12 Dra- 12 Lost World, them. Sphere, Congo. I, yeah, um, uh, the Andromeda Man. I remember that one. Andromeda Strain. Andromeda Strain. Thank yeah, you. Sure. Definitely read that. I read. The, uh, I read. The Great Train Robbery. Oh yeah, sure. Just because you know it was available on the used bookshelf.
2: <laughs> yeah, you okay? So I think this was kind of the thing with I think I think the thing that unites all of these mm-hmm. Goosebumps, Judy Bloom, '90s Crichtons. Just they were real easy to get your hands on. Yeah. They yeah. were real. Someone would give you them. Some like a a grown up would just hand you one for some reason. Yeah, yeah. They were on
1: like tables
2: where you could just take them. Yeah. Library
1: <laughs> book sales. Yes. Book sales.
2: Right. Yes. 50 cents. Yes.
1: Get yourself a goosebump. Yeah. You still can. Judy Bloom books, by the way. I read a couple with my daughter before she started rejecting me reading with her. Uh, they're good. Yeah, they're really good. Have you thought to maybe read to her and do the voices? Hello, I'm Superfudge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Hello. I, Superfudge. What are you doing, Peter? <laughs> Your daughter would not like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Our audience probably doesn't like that. Seriously, when I when I do voices, Ooh, I
2: hate those animaniacs.
1: <laughs> Sounds like the Animaniacs. they just <laughs> when I when I when I do voices reading with my kids, they get so mad at me. Oh god! They go like they go like like my son Oscar, who's six. He'll go like, Dad. You're not funny. I don't like your jokes. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> but you're just reading the book. He recently, it was like, yeah, it was a big development. You don't like R.L. Stein's jokes, yeah. son. <laughs> it was a like big positive development in my relationship with my children. One day, uh, when I said, when I, I did a voice reading a book or said a light humor or something, mm-hmm. and my daughter yelled at me, and then uh, Oscar said, Gracie. Daddy can't never do jokes. Doing jokes is part of his job. Mm. Mm. He pitied me instead of being angry. Yeah.
2: <laughs> right. It's, it's kind of the, it's the boulder you're always pushing up the hill. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I read – I mean like we've t- we've talked about this on Jordan Go before. But like between the ages of five I guess when I learned to read mm-hmm. and uh, ten or so when I committed to only reading books about baseball thereafter uh, – I read like so many – I read every one of those books. Like every Judy Bloom book Mm -hmm. I read, every E.L. Konigsberg book I read. (laughs) And my favorite was Misty of Chincoteague. I loved Misty of – I loved the horse book series Misty of Chincoteague about a wild pony who cannot be tamed. Oh, wow. And – Travelle? Never heard
0: of this, by the way.
1: You never heard of Misty of Chincoteague? I don't know who Misty
0: is. I don't know who Chincoteague is. <laughs> I don't know none of
1: that. is a place? It's an island off mm. the coast of Virginia where horses beautiful. run wild. A real place? Oh, is it it's real? It's a real place, yeah. Absolutely. Oh. My, my, aunt, uh, uh, my aunt went there recently.
2: Well, when things get stressful, oh. I'm going to start going to Chincoteague in my mind. Yeah.
1: Close <laughs> <She laughs> my eyes and you pretend know what? I'm getting kicked by a wild horse. <laughs> Can I suggest, Jordan, why not go with my Aunt Marty? Yeah. She's really cool. She's really nice. She's a sort of like a she's sort of like a southern lady. She's from Are you trying to set your Anna. Virgi- <laughs> from Virginia. Ooh. Ooh, maybe, we'll okay. see. Uh and if a horse kicks you in the head, she's an EMT. Ah. Okay, I mean this sounds this sounds great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How discreet is she? <laughs> is she 420 friendly? I don't think she's 420 uh, friendly. Oh, well, she sorry. May- I have she, she might be shaved. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, for I have sure. listen, I have
2: standards. I only ask of three things of my partners.
1: Anyway. Great lady, my Aunt Martha. Great lady.
2: I'm sure we can all agree she's discreet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So here's here was here's the here's the pool mystery that was it was getting up my butt mm-hmm, before mm-hmm. the pool closed down. Was that the mystery? To, what <laughs> <laughs> why was the pool getting up your butt? Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You had to
1: close your butt while you're swimming. That's yeah, the... you gotta close that butt. Real yep. tight. You mm-hmm. gotta, yeah, exactly. You gotta clinch. Yes. You gotta die right. you gotta you gotta dive and clinch. Open butt is for entirely different circumstances than going to swim. Very much so. I'm sure. Um so so I so swimming,
2: trying to go five days a week, mm-hmm. and a nice little development okay. was that the pool during workouts started playing music. Oh. They had a PA system that I did not know about, or one that was recently installed. Was it those? So kind we got of, a soundtrack now.
1: Was oh. it those kind of things that look like, you know, that like a like the bullhorn, electric bullhorn from like 1965 in a movie where somebody like. All right, everybody, get out of here! Everybody, clear out! You know, Mm -hmm. you know that kind of thing I'm talking about. Jesse, could we hear the therapist make that announcement? (laughs) Hello, everybody, get out of get out of the pool. Yeah, I like that's a lot of fun. (laughs) Thank you, but you know what I'm talking about—that kind of handheld loudspeaker right. thing. Mm-hmm. Is it the kind that's like that but it hangs from the rafters and is uh, pale blue? Uh I
2: I have nice not table. seen I have not seen where it's coming I think it's just what you would use to make like an announcement. Okay. Um, I I don't know. I don't know where it's coming from. I like to – let's just stipulate. I'm not not techie like that. (laughs)
1: Let's just stipulate. I know – I'm not techie. I know you're not a gearhead like me. Right. Sure. But let's just stipulate that it's those kind of ones that look like bullhorns that are made of a white and light blue plastic Mm -hmm. and hang up in the corner from the
2: rafters. Hey, if that helps paint an imagination picture for everybody listening. Yes,
1: it puts us in the story. We're there now. (laughs) Yes, you. show, don't tell. Yes. exactly. Jordan, you know, number one, you know and you have known, I cannot mm-hmm. get hard unless there's oh. one of those bullhorns hanging from the rafters up in the corner. I didn't know that, but yeah, well, now so I do. Well, so can you please include them in the story? Thank you. Okay, do you want to be hard while we podcast? <laughs> well, why else would I podcast? <laughs> Jordan, like, I don't know why care. we do this. <laughs> I
2: guess, sir, sure. okay. Let's...
1: Uh, I have three children, Jordan. Yeah. How do you think I got them? Podcasting. Wow. Yeah. Yikes. Oh boy. I need to. Someone needs to explain the birds and the bees to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why you don't have a son. What well, podcast to get you a son? Why don't I have a son? <laughs> you gotta get a son. Yeah, I going
2: to get a son. Well, that's a running joke on this podcast. Yeah. Jordan say, needs to get a son. I say I gotta get a son. Okay. I
1: don't know why. Yeah. We okay. don't remember why, but. I get a big kick out of it. Okay, I'm right. <laughs> I don't think it's funny. We can get you a son if you want one. I'm sure we can pick up one off the
0: street. <laughs> street son. There's sun? foster care. Oh yeah, you know, sons are out here. You know where to get sons? Well, I the internet told me that once upon a time. <laughs> wow. You know, sons I watch a lot of in TV. my area.
1: Street <laughs> 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 <Discreet laughs> sons want to meet you. <laughs> Just Google sons nine zero zero six five. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 48. That's my oh, zip code 90048. You know what? I'm okay 48. giving out my zip code no. on the show. You... Is that safe? Hey, why no. don't you give out your zip plus four? <laughs> well, I don't think I know it. Oh uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway. well we'll have Jordan we'll have Brian find out what it is during the break. Anyway, Go don't ahead. dox me. It's <laughs> a mystery you Just face. don't dox me.
2: Okay, so there's a, now they're blasting out music during yes. the workout. And I like it. It's energizing me, it creates a fun vibe it the, the the aquatic center is run by mostly by teens. Mm. So and I I'm judging by the music by the by the by the you know what's in the playlist that the teens not only are you know checking people's passes, cleaning the bathrooms, making sure the snack machine is stocked, they're also making the playlist. Right. Uh I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't call myself up on the music of today, but I can recognize a Billy Eilish. Yeah, I know that. The, I so it, the uh, the playlist seems to go Billy Eilish, rapper who sounds like he's sleepy. Uh-huh. Billie, <laughs> that could be
0: anybody. Billy yeah. Eilish. Right.
2: Okay. So I'm like, this is this is the music of today's teens, mm-hmm. and it's, it's uh, it, you know, and it's 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 foreign to me, but I'm enjoying it, and it's pumping me up. Right. Mm. So so basically every day you get in there, Billy Eilish, Sleepy Rap, Billy Eilish, Sleepy Rap, Billy Eilish, Sleepy Rap, Dave Matthews band, Billy Eilish Sleepy Rap. Oh, what,
1: every what? day
2: what? there is one Dave Matthews band song, and it is a different Dave Matthews band song every time. It's not like somebody just loves Crash. Right. Someone is going pretty deep into the Dave Matthews band catalog and sticking one song. In between all this other young person's YouTube
1: music. Okay, let me ask you a question. Yes. You know how sometimes actors mm-hmm. get jobs between their jobs. Sure. You know, like you well, you, mm. you you might even be working in film and movies, but in between, you might take a job at Trader Joe's yeah. just to keep the the cash flow sure. running. The bills have to get paid. The bills have to get paid. Do you think our friend Mike Mitchell is uh working at your pool? <laughs> oh, sure.
2: Famous uh famous vocal Dave Matthews supporter Mike Mitchell of the Doughboys. I don't
1: know. I don't think so. I would hope he would say hi if you would see me. How about this? Next time you're swimming there, mm-hmm. presuming it reopens one day. Yeah. Uh just pop up pop up your head, slow your crawl mm-hmm. or your kick your kickboard or whatever you're working on there. Yeah. Your noodle. The deck. pool noodle it's yeah. in between my legs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pool volleyball mm-hmm. game that you're playing. Yeah. Just go, Mitch! And see and see if somebody pops up. Yeah, see if he pops up. It'd be great to see. It's always great to see Mike Mitchell. It
2: it it it's ba- it's baffling to me why a modern T what it, and it, and it's not like it goes it's not like it goes Billy Eilish sleepy rap Dave Matthews Band you know John Mayer Jack Johnson you know it's not like there's someone who's clearly their mo is you know chill hacky sack. Tunes from
1: the 90s. But let me ask you this. The other day, here at my office, Mm -hmm. my colleague, Jesus, Mm -hmm. Jesus Ambrosio, who's an associate producer on Bullseye, and it is in his mid to late 20s, I think. uh, He he somehow got the password to the Bullseye Twitter account. Mm -hmm. It was March 11th, and he put up the poll, it's 311 Day, what's your favorite 311 song? (laughs) Wow. I don't think it was ironic. Mm-hmm. I don't know that much about Jesus' music taste. I know more about his taste in Pokemons because mm-hmm. he's got a lot of Pokemons out on his desk. So he tells me about him sometimes. So I'll say, <laughs> what's this Pokemon? I'll say. And he'll say, oh, you know, it's, it's – What has uh, he evolved from? Exactly. <laughs> and he'll tell me the things it can evolve to, the things it evolved mm-hmm. from so – what it's weak against. Yeah, exactly. Might, what yeah, elements sure. are its strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, But it made me wonder, like, I don't think, I think 311 hit their peak of fame when we were in our teens, right? Yeah, boy, this is like the a late it, do '90s. You remember or I don't know. know who, I don't know who a 311. Is. Amber, <laughs> Amber is the color of my energy. You're right. You got to see. I didn't. If you had said to me before this poll, "What's a 311 song?" I could have. I would have said to you, "I know 311 were popular, and I know I did not like them, but mm-hmm. I don't remember which ones were 311 songs and which were OAR songs and which were LFO songs <laughs> and so forth." Uh, but I remember from the list, there were the ones that I recognized were Come Original, mm-hmm. uh, the, the song about how you have to be original, where a group of white people sang a pretend reggae song mm-hmm. in a pretend reggae oh. voice. Wow! Uh, yeah,
2: it's from that. It's from that real special time from that era. From that era, understood. A kind of a post-sublime, yeah, world okay. where understood. Where, wow. where anyone could do reggae. Anyone <laughs> could do it.
1: No, not not just real reggae heads like Chet Hayes, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so ponder replay. So. The, so Come Original and Amber is the Color of My Energy were the ones that I knew. It looks, mm-hmm. Amber is the Color of My Energy was called is called – the song is called Amber, I think. Mm-hmm. But I could remember as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, sure, that, that awful song. Mm-hmm. And with Come Original, I was like, oh, sure, that awful mm-hmm. song. But Jesus is not old enough to have come by this. He has to be – this has to be somewhat persistent in the culture. Like, I would think that this would have come and gone between 1996 and 2002, mm-hmm. and we'd never have to worry about it again. Uh, or, or at least that there would be, like, sure, like, it would still appeal to people who are going on a 90s cruise mm-hmm. uh, or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but Jesus is, you know, I'm gonna, I don't know exactly how old Jesus is, but I'm going to call him 27 years old. Okay. So if he's 27, I'm 38. So that means that when these songs came out, he was five years old. So he was not tuned in to pop radio. You know what I mean? These Maybe are... his parents were into it. Yeah. Oh, and like he learned it that way. Are you saying that Jesus'
0: parents are my age? Listen, we don't judge anybody else and what they're doing with their you-know-what, okay? That's <laughs> right. We don't know why people right. have their children and when they have their children. But grandparent, maybe? Yeah. I don't know what you want well, to say. Well, I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you.
1: I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you there's one person in here who doesn't know how how and why people have their children. It's Jordan. This guy can't get a son <laughs> for the life of him. Don't
2: know, I got to get a son. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yeah, I mean, but I mean, I think when we were growing up, Mm -hmm. we all, you know, I don't know. And maybe we were this kid at a certain point. But there was always there was always the kid who is like takes pride in being like a step backwards musically. Mm. The I only listen to Led Zeppelin kid. You know, I mean, I think that's the most that was the most popular one growing up for me, at least, is the I only listen to Led Zeppelin kid.
1: Yeah. I mean, Jordan. I'm not going to say who at my arts high school Mm -hmm. had a boombox and a CD of Sugar Hill Records' greatest hits. Sure. Uh, But I'm going to say he was about six foot three. Mm hmm. And he lived at my house. <laughs>
2: yeah. So this is kind of like, oh, you guys have never heard of. Yeah. I'm. I. I feel sorry for you mm-hmm. that yeah. you've never heard. Oh, I'm sorry,
1: Scorpio. You've never heard Scorpio by Grandmaster Flash and the Furious. Sure. F- you don't listen to Electro at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, so
2: maybe there are just that that kid works at the Verdugo Aquatic Facility
1: and. And to him, that is classic rock. No, I. This is what I think. Mm. Okay, I think the same guy that listened to that song when we were sixteen, mm-hmm. and there were some of them where I lived, and uh, I, I, God knows, you had to fight your way through them with a machete in in Orange County in nineteen ninety six. I'm sure. Uh, Like, if ever there was a reason to be punk rock as you were, it was to avoid the second tier sublime bands. Uh, Like, I think that guy just, it keeps being born, but there just haven't been any big developments in that genre. Okay, It's like how a 40-year-old person could be really into Jimmy Buffett. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just because there aren't any new Jimmy Buffets to get into. Right. So they just at some point realized oh, I wear cargo shorts. I should be into Jimmy Buffett, mm. no matter what age they are. Right. They're just like, I, I love daiquiris. Uh huh. You know? And I think the same thing is like, they like the the last of the of the breed was Jack Johnson or whatever mm. in 2005. And over the time since, we just have not been doing our responsibly producing handsome, soft, white man boys Mm -hmm. uh, who make music that you can chill to after you've caught – a sweet curl.
2: Sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean I would say that maybe I mean this is this is splitting hairs here a mm-hmm. little bit. I do think the DMB guy is a little less interested in surfing and a little more interested in let's say trail running. Uh-huh. But okay. you know, but we're you know, that's a it's a tiny sorry. Trunning, do you mean? <laughs> I guess I do. Okay. <laughs> I guess I do. What
1: which of these bands would a
2: frolfer enjoy? I think, oh boy! Well, I think Froth is the is
1: the nexus. That they all <laughs> rotate around <laughs> the nucleus. They've drawn. They've got. They've got a, a mound of Froth, yeah. and surrounding it is a Puka shell necklace. Yeah, and they all come together there.
2: Yeah, and I think everybody loves to blaze. Uh huh. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe you're right. It's just the, like right. The, where do you go? Where do you go from there musically? And maybe there is just a, a a chill teen who, you know, doesn't like to – you know, he doesn't
0: – listen, he doesn't live to work. He works to live. Mm-hmm. And even at 16, he knows – Are you sure it's not like a Pandora playlist or something?
2: You know, I mean, it it could be, although I'm wondering what... I guess you're right. It does seem so random as to, you know, maybe be the product of an algorithm or something like that, but I wonder what gets you... Sleepy face tattoo rap, and then Dave
1: Matthews. There's a part of me that Good question.
2: W- yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, it, you absolutely could be right, but I'm I'm wondering I'm wondering what, yeah, what 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 machine
1: learning is producing that? There is a part of me that feels, and I don't understand. Ah, look, I'm an I'm an artist. I'm not a scientist. No? Okay, sure. Okay. I don't know how to. Trevel, I don't know how to program a computer. Okay. I don't know what an algorithm is, per se. Mm-hmm. All right. I went to arts high school. But I do think that with one of these algorithms that's inside of your Spotify's, mm-hmm. your Apple Music's, your Pandora's, if you typed in Tame Impala mm-hmm. and made one mistake on your thumbs up, thumbs downs, mm-hmm. and you were a local team. You might fall into 311s, like sure. It could think it could think that your soul defining characteristic is being chill. Mm-hmm. And if you're a teen, maybe you accidentally you hear "Come Original" and you think, ah, I don't know, I've never heard that before. If it's not <laughs> right. ubiquitous, it's probably not that bad. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it became a hit song probably because it's a good song. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? <laughs> so you're like, eh, okay, Th- thumbs up on that. And then all of a sudden, pew. You're done. Yeah. all the credibility that you built up listening to Tame Impala mm-hmm. is gone, and all the you know we us old people can say like, oh, it should have t- pointed you towards Best Coast or something. No, it's going to be all Three Eleven and OAR from from there on sure. out. Sure, and then if if you're lucky, it just won't just become. Uh, string cheese incident or whatever.
2: Uh, see, this is uh, all this. This is why I listen to vinyl.
0: This
1: is why. Because I'm
2: not relying on a machine. Right. I'm just
1: relying on grooves. Jordan is a product of the analog age, Travell. Understood. Sure. That's
0: okay. I just love... It's coming back in vogue now.
1: I love tactile
2: (laughs) stimulation. I love touching.
1: You love to touch yourself. Objects.
2: And me. And you. (laughs) you. I'm not Others, not these days. (laughs) Not anymore. Not anymore. (laughs) Soon, perhaps I will touch another. (laughs) But if
1: not, that's Okay. Trevel, what what did a chill dude mm-hmm. were there in your community as a teen and early 20-something, mm-hmm. were there chill dudes? And what what was the what was the cultural signifiers of chill dudes? Chill dudes?
0: I don't think we had any of those.
1: <laughs> um,
0: you know, I think my generation, we just were all, you know, like hyped up on, ooh. So back in the day, uh-huh. yeah, back in my day. <laughs> Dramatic pause. <laughs> yes. I was going to say we were all hyped up on Kool-Aid, but like there's mm. there's context necessary because I don't mean like Kool-Aid, you know, Kool-Aid in a jar with like water and sugar. Uh-huh. Um, well, some people don't use sugar. They just do it out the pack and like mix it in water. Oh. Uh, it's a white people oh. thing, you should not be freaked. Wait, your there's face. People,
1: Wait, <laughs> yeah, there's people out there eating when you say they just take it out of the pack and put it in the water. You mean the little package of flavoring. You don't mean the kind that has the sugar already in it, right? Because there is a kind is that comes there? in a big jug that has the sugar already in it. No. But mostly we're talking about the little flavor pack that I you add your own packets, sugar. The yeah. paper packet. So there's, there are white people. White people, people yes. Because that's not a black
0: people thing. We, we believe in sugar. <laughs> Who are... <laughs> At least a sweet and low or something. Sure.
1: though. <laughs> there are white people putting just the packet... Into water and then drinking that? Yes. Holy shit! Because I'll tell you, (laughs) one time when I was like ten, uh oh, I I when I first had my own money, you know, my own five dollars a week or whatever it was, I remember going five dollars a week. You know, three dollars. It was three five. I think my final allowance might have been ten. Wow. When I was a teen. What years were you a teen again? Nineteen forty two. Yeah, nineteen forty to nineteen
0: ninety. That just feels very far ago. Well, maybe <laughs> is that a,
1: does
2: that strike you as a low allowance? Yes, this seems like an allowance to me. Yeah, I don't know. What can you do with that? Uh, not, not much. But yeah, well, as I mentioned, me, you take it to the mall and you get really good at Mortal Kombat, uh-huh, uh-huh, and okay. then. You kiss all the girls. Oh, yeah. okay. In, In my mind. case, you In buy mind.
1: two packs of baseball cards. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, but I went to, I remember, and you get really good at buying uh, the 25-cent soda out of the Safeway soda machine. The Safeway brand- Aww. Safeway Select brand Ooh, soda machine. Make yourself a Dr. Star. Yeah. Oh, I'd love a Dr. Star right now. That but... sounds <laughs> disgusting.
2: Yeah. It's like a worse Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper's good. I mean, even is an it? off-brand Dr. Pepper's all right. Is it? I do, I do like Dr. Pepper a lot. I don't yeah. drink a ton of sodas these sweet. days, but if, I, if I'm if i treating myself
1: DP. I mean, it's a type of soda, so yes, it is sweet but in that sweet sense. But it's
0: sweeter than all the others.
1: Maybe. Maybe. Mm. Maybe not <laughs> yeah which, so, okay, okay. but here 's what i 'm saying, yeah, i would I remember one time when I was maybe 10-ish going to the grocery store or maybe the uh, the aforementioned Mexican store on my corner, uh, where my dad would this is another thing we 've talked about occasionally offer me a treat uh, which meant that I could get a Kearn's nectar mm-hmm. uh, before or a humex. Mm-hmm. Uh, before school which I never liked but it was the best drink available in that store oh. and I didn't want to miss out on getting a treat I understand so they would have the packet and you could buy one packet and mm-hmm. one packet costs like 49 cents or something like that mm-hmm. and I would be like I, I remember buying one and thinking I'm going to make my own Kool-Aid okay. pouring it in Mixing it up, pouring it out, tasting it, and being like, "Something is horribly wrong (laughs) here. Like something is truly horribly wrong here because it really tastes bad without the sugar." It very much so does. So, what are these whites
0: doing? I don't know. You got to ask them. They're your people.
1: Okay, I'll check in. (laughs) Oh, check in about the vaccinations too. Go for that too. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Wait. So you were saying? You were saying the
0: kids, kids kids, your age, my age. We were like, hopped. We would, we would take the. Kool Aid from the packet, right? And we would pour a couple of those of just the the powder into like a Ziploc bag. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Then also pour in sugar, uh huh, and eat that. Yeah, and oh, so you I, would I, eat I, it? I'm like, familiar. Uh,
2: this this was a this was a year at 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 school for me too. Was eating pure. Eating
0: pure Kool Aid powder? Yes, your—I mean, your mouth was like red as shit. Yeah, but, you know, or purple, whatever color you got. But with that was like part of the fun.
1: S- with like a spoon, or no, just, you what you do? Or you is you, in the
0: manner of a pig at a trough. It was the—it wasn't even a Ziploc bag. It was like you know the the sandwich bag that you just fold Folded over. It over. It was one of those, and you would fold it over, and you would take a bite out of the corner, and that is how you would eat it.
1: This came up on Judge John Hodgman the other day because we had a case with a woman who. Uh, uh, was washing all her Ziploc bags. The hell? I am what kind of poverty? No, it's, it's see that was exactly my reaction. I didn't express it so sp- <laughs> specifically. <laughs> I was trying to be nice to this nice woman.
2: She She's was, not here.
1: She was I trying to Sarga. reduce. She was trying to reduce her impact on the world, which I think is an admirable oh, goal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But like sure. truly uh when I was able to Like, I still have never been able to bring myself to buy an Apple computer because I think of Mm -hmm. it as rich kid shit or a super soaker. But uh, (laughs) one thing that I 100% thought of as rich kid shit that I feel like a king every time I buy. Like, I truly feel like the richest man in the world when I buy is Ziploc brand Ziploc bags. Mm. Like, I never had a zipper on a bag through my (laughs) entire childhood. I only had Safeway brand foldover bags, which are horrible. They are. Uh, And... I, if if when I feel that gripper zipper when I see when I it see the, something to you When know. I see the yellow and blue make no, green sure. seal yeah, it's nice. I feel like I'm fucking I feel like I, I'm I'm Jeff Bezos. That's how I feel when that when <laughs> when I close that zipper and know how closed it's gonna stay. <laughs> know that if I use it up I can just take another one out of the box like it was nothing. I feel like a fucking king. Uh, wow. So you were eating it. So how were you? You would bite off a
0: corner, just a, a small bite off off the corner, uh-huh. and you would just you know it makes l- it like, like a mutton, yeah, luncheon like a type a, of thing, a
1: little baba. Don't know You'd what a baba is. Make a little baba like what a baby the? has a baba. A bottle. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Like a little baby's baba. Um.
0: Uh, not well. Sure. I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't. I wouldn't call it a. What baba. What are you, a
1: fucking baby? Uh, apparently. <laughs> oh. <laughs> apparently.
0: <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> we,
2: uh, we uh we had a we had like Kool Aid trading at my school. So we you know you would get Kool Aid packs mm-hmm. and then you would like trade it on the back of the in the back of the butts. What was your top flavor? Oh. oh, I don't know. I mean, I think you there were like rarer flavors, and I think that you
0: know I think you could trade like. You know, two grapes for a for a like island adventure. Yeah, oh, something like that. yeah, yeah. So now there here's another difference between the blacks and the whites. Mm-hmm. You called it grape. Yeah, we just call it purple, sure, right. or red, uh-huh. orange. what did you the call island right adventure? <laughs> what color is it?
2: <laughs> it was kind of yellow. <laughs> that we call it yellow. <laughs> You know, I think Boy, we sure are. Reasonable. We're learning a lot. Yeah, <laughs> this is a nice,
1: it's a good cultural. See, exchange. this is
2: the cult. This is what America needs more of, right? Coming together, <laughs> yeah. learning about what you called Kool Aid and how you ate it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think I would eat it with a spoon. That's fine. If it fine. came to it, if if I'm if 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 it came into my life right now, somebody said, you know how like uh, if you're, you're you know how sometimes you're like not from Texas. And somebody will tell you. Somebody from Texas will tell you about putting different stuff into a Cheeto bag. Sure. And you're like, yes, yeah, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. If if someone came to me and said, this is what you do, you go to the, you know, you go to the uh, ice cream bar truck or whatever, and uh, they fill a Ziploc bag with <laughs> uh, with sugar and Kool Aid mix, and then you suck it out of the end like the teat of a cow. <laughs> uh, I would be like. Yeah, okay, but I would prefer to do it with a spoon.
2: Yeah, I think there's that is just part of that like a certain age. It's like junior high mm-hmm. where you're just yes. kind of like, you're just kind of like challenging yourself with how much flavor you can ingest. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like a I my taste buds have not developed yet, so I will bombard them with most intense things it's like this was like the atomic warhead phase
1: i was about Very to say, yeah, so. yeah yes, sure. atomic
2: warheads and the kind of the similar challenge yeah. candies yeah,
1: yeah. travel did your in your community in my community uh, <laughs> how pre- how prevalent by which i mean people who are five years younger than me <laughs> uh, in your community uh how prevalent was contest sour candy like candy that where the point of it is it is it hurts you because it's sour
0: I think it was – we had the Warheads mm-hmm. um, was really big. I feel like that probably was the biggest one. Or oh, no, no, no. What is it called? Cry- the Cry Baby or sure. Baby Sour? Sure. Yeah. Well, y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I do, yeah. Baby I, can I can
2: picture the cartoon baby. Yeah.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. With actually, oh, and I just want to adopt yes. him. Oh, he could be my son. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that's that's what we had. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, I, and then there was like the – in hindsight – Probably in very bad taste, uh, the like the ultra sour candy that the packaging made it look like drugs. So there was uh, like in a vial or a syringe that you could squirt oh, into yes. your mouth. Yeah. Wow. So something that made it seem like drug paraphernalia. Yeah, yeah.
1: I Which missed that. To do.
2: Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, in hindsight, uh, <laughs> we shouldn't have done that.
1: <laughs> yeah. As... At the, the corner store by my house, they sold things that were drug paraphernalia, that but were like disguised other as other yeah. things. Yeah. You buy a rose in a glass mm. vial that is actually for smoking crack in. <laughs> sure. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, go. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio. Jordan Morris, boy, detective. I'm Beyonce, also known as
0: Travail Anderson. I did that backwards, <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: but... Yeah. It works, right? She does go by Trevelyan when <laughs> sure. she's checking into hotels. Right. <laughs> so it's
2: Beyonce, Sasha Fierce. <laughs> yeah. These are the many faces of Beyonce. Yeah, she's got a number. She's of so them. multifaceted. Is there anything she can't do? Yeah.
1: Anyway. So uh she was only okay in that Austin Powers movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Every, oh, everybody
2: loves Beyonce, but she
1: was only yeah.
2: Let's revisit Austin Powers Three Gold Member. That would be a great. That's like because right because it's like Beyonce is the is 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 the thing you would have to work the hardest to yeah, take down
1: to find something. What what. What? What could you
2: do? And yeah. I think and, maybe you've found it.
1: But honestly, can I tell you the honest truth? Her, I think it might have been her first solo single, but she had a solo single from the soundtrack of that movie. She that did. Yes. Look at you. bumps so hard. Like it's a Neptune's produced Beyonce song, which is like my dream called Work It Out. Yes. That is like top five all time Beyonce songs for me. It's mm. fucking amazing. It totally rules.
0: You should listen to the Making Beyoncé podcast. Oh. uh, Made from the people who did the Making Obama and the Making Oprah podcast. Is there work it out talk on there at all? There is. They just actually just released a special episode that talked about how that movie and that song was supposed to, like, jumpstart her solo career. Yeah. And it didn't.
1: Because I remember when that song came out, I was like... Dude, The Destiny's Child lady just made a fucking <laughs> awesome song. This is really like Edge. It's like a James Brown Neptune song. It this fucking amazing. rules. This is great and then it was not really a hit. Yeah. It was not a hit at all. Yeah. I could
2: I could see cuz who I could see maybe why that was not the thing that rocketed her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who has less to do? Than the female lead of an Austin Powers movie. Yeah, really you have to true. roll your eyes at Austin Powers.
1: Yeah, that's very
2: fair. She did
0: what she could. She did what she
2: could. Yes. She was doing her best. She looked great doing it. Looked great doing it. Yes. She she did her part. Sure. As, as hey, let's at <laughs> let's give it up to Fat Bastard 2, right? Yeah. Yes. He was
1: doing it. Gold yeah. member. It's a oh, he loved movie. gold. Yeah. And we definitely weren't a little tired of that by the time that movie came out. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, uh, hey, we're gonna get into momentous occasions yeah. in a second. Uh, we are. T- I just wanted to mention, like, we first of all, you heard in the a- advance thing before the show that we postponed the Max Fund Drive. We're shooting for uh, a month, month and a half from now. We'll see, see how things go. And uh, uh, it's been such a Tough week for everybody, and um, we're just we have made an editorial decision on the program to just shovel more pure bullshit. (laughs) Into the boiler. Sure, our editorial board <laughs> yeah. approved. Yeah, approved this uh, marching order. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but we I, uh, we've gotten a lot of notes from everybody, and it, it's really nice to hear from everybody. And uh, uh, tough times that we're all in together. And uh, thank you to everybody for being so nice about uh, the drive getting postponed and things being different. And we'll try and we'll try and uh, we'll try and give you the the. Tasty hot bullshit that that you love,
2: and uh, hey, I from what I understand, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, uh, but all that donor bonus content is up to listen to uh, regardless of of when the drive starts, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. If you're a Max Fund member, you can you can listen to it whenever. You can join and listen to it if you want to. Uh, we'll have more exciting, thrilling. Uh, arguments for that when it's max fun drive time, mm-hmm. but it's available to you like our drinking game is up there.
2: Yeah, that's uh <laughs> that that is a fun thing that one can do in one's home. Play uh, play the Jordan Jesse Go drinking game that's up there in the
1: on the uh on the donor feed. Anyway, when something momentous happens to you we ask you to call us at two zero six nine eight four four fun or send us a voice memo at JJGO at maximumfun dot org. Here is our first caller Hi guys, this is
0: this is Elena in Louisville. Um, I was sitting on my, uh, front porch and I live kind of outside of the city, like out in the country. And this, uh, truck is driving down the road and it's pulling a, a trailer and like a flatbed trailer. And on the trailer is a refrigerator. <laughs> and in front of the refrigerator is just a guy holding on to the sides of the trailer like leaning up against the fridge i guess to keep it from falling off the trailer i'm not sure i looked at him and he just looked at me like this is just what people do and i don't know it was the weirdest thing
2: i've ever seen even in kentucky all right thanks bye
1: that's how you keep a refrigerator on a trailer, right? I'm – listen. Mm. I'm – You have a guy stand up there and hold on tight. You <laughs> so got dangerous. two. Any refrigerator delivery outfit. Right. Now, I know you guys haven't probably worked in refrigerator delivery. Have not. I, have, no, I haven't, either. but I'm going to presume a little expertise. Sure. <laughs> uh, any refrigerator delivery outlet, outfit has two main employees. You have the guy who drives a truck. Mm-hmm. You have the guy who holds on to the refrigerator and keeps it on the flatbed. <laughs> I know that sometimes we,
2: we call bullshit on uh-huh. those calls. Uh-huh. You know,
1: maybe it seems like they're fudging
2: it or they're making something up, trying to get on the show. And I believe that she saw this, yes. uh-huh. but I do not believe that she is from Louisville, Kentucky. Really? This fucking happened in Florida. You know it. You know this <laughs> happened in Florida. And this was a float in a parade. It was like the
1: Florida Founders Day parade. You're saying don't live in Tallahassee and call it Louisville? No, thank you. <laughs> don't try. I
2: know. Listen, we know that Florida's where the crazy shit happens, but own up to it.
0: I don't know. Some crazy shit goes down in Kentucky. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we're we not. I mean, giving... I'm not from Kentucky, but I've seen something. <laughs> You've seen some things? I've, I've lived okay. a life. I'm trying to tell. Sure. You. No. I mean,
2: you went on a trip to Dollywood and <laughs> and you saw some shit. You've Is
1: lived Dollywood in Kentucky. Uh where's I thought it was? in Tennessee. 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 Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're messing Thank up. You. Look at you. Sure I am.
0: <laughs> I don't I don't think they have such an attraction you're in You're right. Kentucky.
1: In my Tennessee mountain mm. home.
0: Oh, that was yeah. wonderful. No, in it was. Kentucky, you can go to <laughs> <laughs> you, <Jamal. laughs>
2: you can go to the Linda Ronstadt water slide.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Earl Scruggs? Mhm. I don't know.
2: Well, Linda Ronstadt made a New Wave album in the 80s. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, that's something to look up while you're <laughs> hanging
1: around at home. Is that what chill dudes <laughs> listen to now? Yeah. No, that's Linda, what they're doing. Linda Ronstadt's one-off New Wave album. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Sounds a lot like The Police. It's a lot of fun. Oh, that's cool. I mean, Linda Ronstadt can really sing. She's versatile. Yeah. She could do it all. <laughs> Brian, next call. Have <laughs> you heard our podcast Becoming Linda Ronstadt? <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: All Ronstadt stuff. Yeah, she was going to be the female lead of "So I Married an Axe Murder," mm-hmm. mm. but then um, it went to someone else. Let's say Mini Driver.
1: Uh, I'll tell you this: I watched "So I Married an Axe Murder" sure, recently. Yeah. Uh, let me just say, 2020. No reason to watch that. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> okay. In retrospect, no reason. Mm, I'm not saying R.I.P. Your mentions. Not saying it's Look the worst out. movie ever. I'm just saying. Not a, it's a, it's a thinish it's a Finnish soup. And I yeah. say that as somebody who was 15 and a native San Franciscan when that movie, which was shot and set in San Francisco, was made. Uh, maybe I was 12. They shot part of it, like, down the street from my house. I was really pumped about it. But it Aww. is, it is thin soup. Yeah. The, most comedies
2: are not funny. I think the first funny, yeah. <laughs> the first...
1: Airplane is funny.
2: Airplane is funny. Yeah. And then Mostly just airplane now. And no. then nothing. Yeah. And then uh, Waiting for Guffman, I think. <laughs> yeah. Those, yeah, movies basically aren't funny.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Brian, you want to play another? The, you go, Airplane, The Jerk, 77, pretty good year, yeah. nothing until Guffman.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, hi, uh, this is Sherman from... Uh... Uh, coming to Louisiana, I was calling, uh, in for a momentous occasion. I was in the post office, uh, just a few moments ago, and, uh, oh boy, I, uh, was, uh, not expecting to hear a rooster crow. Uh, it crowed, and it was cool, and it was in a box. Apparently, that somebody sent a box of live chickens, and it was just sitting in the back behind the desk of the post office, and, you know, they were knocking and clawing at the sides of the box, and it was, just the weirdest thing and it was so cool and I really needed to see a box of chickens today and it, 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 yeah, it was so cool. Um, that's all I wanted to say. I hope you're having a great time. Thanks. Bye.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel bad. Uh, like, I want to stipulate ahead mm-hmm. of time and I do feel a little bad for the chickens that got sent through the mail. Sure. I- Is that a- that's know. how you get baby chicks. You hear an advertisement on a Mexican pirate radio station, one of those five hundred thousand watt, you know, s- just south of the border stations that, like, uh, where like Elvis learned about R and B or whatever. And then you hear an advertisement to buy baby chicks through the mail. You order them. It's baby chicks and uh, goat nards. Sounds like somebody's losing their job. That doesn't sound legal. No, I think it's legal. Livestock? I think you can send poultry through the mail. Huh. I don't think you could. Dead, s- maybe? I don't think yeah. you could
2: send a goat, as long as it has hollow bones, is what you're saying. That's
1: where the <laughs> government draws the line. Yeah, so you could. I mean. You could send a Velociraptor. Right, sure. Technically. Right. Technically. I mean, just because you can doesn't mean you should.
2: No, exactly, I think. Right, don't play God. (laughs) Don't play
1: God and try and mail a Velociraptor. the
2: U.S. mail If they can open a door, they can open their own box.
1: (laughs) So I want to stipulate in any discussion of this that maybe it is – I don't know what goes on inside the brain of a a chicken or a rooster. I'm going to say not that much, but – uh, but I don't know if it's distressing to the chicken or rooster to be mailed. It seems likely. I feel bad in that sense. Mm. But leaving that aside, okay. sure, I would love to get a box of chickens. Yeah, I don't know what I just let them go. I I'm guess I don't have to do anything to. It? I don't have anything to do with them. Have you ever killed
0: a chicken? No. Why not? Because I. <laughs> yeah. Why not, Jesse? Because oh. i Are you vegan. Why not? Because I'm
1: born and raised in a major American city, Trevel. Well. <laughs> That sucks for you.
0: (laughs) Sucks for you.
1: I've been been threatened with a knife and a gun, but I've never killed a chicken. Thank you very much. But I've
0: killed a chicken.
2: You've killed a chicken? Yeah.
1: Tell us all about it.
0: I mean, you just grabbed a chicken.
1: <laughs> First, you grab the chicken and you break its neck. Yeah, ooh, you
0: know, ooh, whop. I'm from the south. I'm from South Carolina. You know, you you do, yeah, these no, things. sure. I did. You
2: did, did, did. It was it was a situation where you were killing the chicken that was going to be eaten later. Yeah,
0: okay. You killed the chicken.
1: Was it nice or stringy? I always imagine if you catch a chicken in the backyard where the chickens live in a backyard area <laughs> and then you kill it and, and cook it, that it's going to end up being stringy and you're going to be a little disappointed you went through all that. No. No? It was a nice chicken? You, listen. Would you, was it a roast? Eat, do
0: you eat chicken today? Roasted or a soup? Are you vegan
1: or anything? I haven't eaten chicken in several days. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's Maybe it's been a week since I've eaten chicken. I had but... chicken
0: yesterday. Going to have it tonight again. Do you have... Is there is an axe involved? I, uh,
2: I think of the the you know axe axe on the neck against the. I wouldn't say stump. A, a,
0: a an axe, but there is a like butcher knife. Wow, because you, you do have to like cut
1: the head off eventually. Sure. Then you dip it then, in boiling water to get the feathers off or something. Well, the,
0: you can you can do that. Yes, um, you also can just like hand pull it. Mm-hmm. You know.
1: Hand pull. What other things have you killed? <laughs> yeah,
0: personally, I yeah. think that's the only thing that I've killed. Let yeah. me think. Let be roach here or there. Hey, you've right. been
2: killing it on this uh, podcast.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you have to hold the podcast down and cut off the head with the yeah. butcher knife, and you got it runs it,
0: around
1: a little bit afterwards. Dip right, it in though. boiling water to get the feathers off. You know, sure.
0: it's fine it's, when you're
1: killing it on a podcast. It's totally okay. I'm fine with I'm I'm okay with the uh, I'm okay with eating a chicken. Okay. I don't have a problem with that.
0: Okay. I mean, Pete is probably not, but
1: that's yeah. Okay. But you're yeah. But mailing them, you draw the line. You're not mailing <laughs> them. That's what yeah. I think. It's me. It's probably mean to the chickens, but I'm just trying to acknowledge. How much I like the idea of a box full of chickens. Mm. I like – I don't – more. F- that's why they say more fun than a box full of chickens. Yeah. There was a rooster. No, they I, say. no I don't think anyone was, says I that. Like I haven't heard that. <laughs> I think – I, I was like, if I say this convincingly <laughs> – I was like,
0: huh, oh, interesting. Hmm. I,
1: uh, I'm i on uh, – like many of us on social isolation to the best of my mm. abilities. But this morning I, uh, I had a little time off because my wife took my kids uh, to go – wander through a park or something and so you I was went like... to your fight club so I went to my <laughs> fight club we really shared some fluids yeah uh, boy. we, <laughs> uh, we uh, I took my dog Sissy uh, my other dog Coco doesn't really like uh, hike, hiking or going for walks anymore but uh, my dog Sissy and I went I'm on I'm sorry a... slow down your dog's name is Sissy I have two dogs one named Sissy and one named Coco
0: spell Sissy
1: S-I-S-S-Y
0: oh I was hoping it'd be like Sissy like Sissy Houston oh C-I-S-S-Y mm. no Interesting. Okay, uh, <laughs> keep going. <laughs>
1: have you reconsidered? Have you considered changing your dog's name, just the spelling? I have a third dog, BB Wyman's. <laughs> is it really BB? No, Winans? I don't have it. That would have been hilarious. That would be great, though. That would be fun. That'd be amazing. Um, uh, but I, I, I was taking my dog on a walk through a very parky park. Like one nice thing about living in Los Angeles is there are some really big urban parks. And uh, Deb's Park is the one near my house. I was going to hike up up a mountain and persistently there was a rooster going absolutely apeshit. Oh, wow. And it seemed very close. Like it might have been one of those effects of a valley and a mountainside or, you know, like directing the sound like when you're at the science museum and one person sits in that one chair that has a concave thing behind it and the other person that you can whisper to each other from 40 feet away. But I feel like I – in my heart – I feel like just among the hawks and eagles and other birds of the uh, Debs Park Autobahn Society, there's also just one rooster that lives there. That's how I like to imagine it. Mm. Sure, it's just a wild rooster living on its own terms. Probably somebody got a box of roosters because they thought it would be fun. Mm-hmm. And they let them out Wonder, on the street. Yeah, you know the classic. This sounds very "Orange is the New Black." <laughs> <laughs> I was also making toilet wine. I should I should mention hooch. Yeah. Yeah, make a little hooch.
2: That's that's something fun we could all do while we're at home. Learn to make hooch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's into... your Where's your Pruno, Jordan? Jesse? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hashtag. Show us your Pruno. <laughs> get out there and take a pic of your toilet. Why did it to the social media? If you pick your toilet. wide picture? We can send you five stamps. <laughs>
1: I don't know what that voice is. The Max Fund Drive. We're going to be. Uh, we're only going to be accepting uh, donations in the form of uh, sealed packets of mackerel. Mm, $1 sure, dollar yeah. packs of Yeah, mackerel. You can get a couple packs of cigs for those. Yeah. <laughs> have you heard about Max? In the in the federal prison system, they mm-hmm. they made it really hard to get cigarettes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This is maybe five years ago. This they, something may have replaced Max in the time since then. Uh, but in the commissary in the federal pr- prison system, you could buy a package of mackerel, which is a like cheap protein, yeah, uh, fish for a dollar, right? And it was shelf stable. Uh-huh. So cigarettes were replaced as the in, in the federal system specifically, cigarettes were replaced by mackerel packages, which were known as Max. So if you wanted to buy anything mm. in prison, you paid for it with packages of fish. <laughs> wow, which is truly and it was ju- apparently just because they're shelf stable and they cost about a dollar. Uh, or they would cost about a dollar at the time. But, like, it's truly a remarkable currency uh, to just be distributing packages of.
0: Well, uh, I hear that the inmates, you know, they got to figure out how to survive. You got to. A sure. barter
1: system of. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. And it turns out to be. Vacuum-packed fish. Mm-hmm. Yes, going back to the I mean, it's land. Better back than fresh fish. What about fresh fish ramen. Would be a... Are they
0: not using ramen these days? That I feel seems like, like that would work. cup of noodle. Maybe. Yeah,
1: cup of know. noodle is a nice treat. Nice. Cup I feel of like noodle. that's better than a. Nah, yeah. ah. yeah, it's a little salty. Yeah. Hey, if you're out there, well, I mean, you're in prison. Are you worried about your salt intake? <laughs> watching your sodium. You might be watching your sodium. Really? You know. Yeah, well, you don't want to get a heart attack. Yes. Nobody Good wants point. to get a heart yes. attack. Yes. You, Good point. You, you want, want to die stadium. from being shanked. <laughs> yeah, That's ultimately, a hero's day. day. That's the dream. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. You, It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Travel
0: Anderson, but you can call me Beyonce. Uh,
1: thank God we solved that mystery for you, Jordan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what was the mystery again? <laughs> <Of> why
2: <laughs> teens were inserting one Dave Matthews band song into their otherwise Dave matthew playlist of chill mm. of uh, of teen music.
1: I think do teens still listen to Jordan, Jesse Go? Maybe not. Maybe teens are done with Jordan Jessica. There was a time when we had teens listening to our program,
2: right? Yeah, because we had all those SAT analogies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> really helped them. If you yeah, want to get they... into a good college,
2: yeah. I mean, if we, yeah. Listen, I I would love to, I would love more information on this. If anybody, um, you know, has access to teens, yeah. Um, and can, <laughs> Seems weird, but yeah, it's a it's a weird way to put that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and could I go back and? And have Brian edit it in a better way to describe it? Sure, I could. Yeah. But you know what? I don't have the time. They know no. what you meant. They know what I meant. Fine. Um, yeah, I would love to know if there if there's a segment of Dave Matthews scenes. Maybe they are the, you know, oh, modern music ain't got shit on classic rock.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I doubt types. Yeah.
1: What does a ch- – also, I just want to know what, like, a chill, handsome dude mm-hmm. listens to. Not like a not like an aggro handsome dude, a like super kickback, yeah, chill if handsome you're a dude. Friend, I, I, if you're yeah. right, if you're
2: a friendly guy because life has treated you so well,
1: yes, things have been easy thus far. Yeah, what do you?
2: No do you, bumps in the road. Sure, yeah. Find one and find out what they're listening
1: to. Yeah, right? if you if you're if you're the kind of teen who has made it to teendom without rage somehow, mm-hmm. what soft music do you listen to? While you bone hot babes,
2: my my analogy in my head, like a teen now listening to Dave Matthews, would be like if we were in high school and there was a kid who just listened to Christopher Cross. Right.
1: That is that, like, is. that is a that perfect. It would be. It would be like so really weird. you like sailing? Yeah. Like <laughs> that is I, that is a perfect analogy. That is a beautiful analogy. Thank you. Jordan. I was listening to Christopher Cross earlier today. <laughs> Jordan, you're it's beautiful. Nice. Uh, uh, Thanks.
2: And uh, you have a great personality.
1: I think teens like Sade. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Teens do love Sade. Right? Don't teens love Sade now? Yes. Because when I was a teen, there was nothing less cool that you could listen to than Sade. I had to become 25 before I understood how amazing Sade was. Yeah. I mean,
0: everything goes in circles these days. Sure. It sure does. That's why they're listening to Dave Matt. Maybe they heard it on like American Idol or something.
1: Oh yeah, you could
2: be right. I mean, yeah, maybe I mean I remember there was a hot second where like a song would come back because it was on Glee.
1: Yes. I don't know if there's an equivalent now. I think Sarah Palin sang Crash Into Me on the mask (laughs) Right, yes. She was dressed like a giant cheese. (laughs) (laughs) I remember
2: remember that. The
1: world is good. What a great
2: (laughs) world. It's a TV show. It's very popular.
1: Sure. I wish I could name another. Dave Matthews Band songs, so that I could. They had a lot of hit songs, right? Do they? Or, don't they have like six hit songs?
2: I mean, I think I think Crash into Me is the one that would have made it out into the world to mm-hmm. where a non. I mean, I you know I I recognize. God, does, not... Dave, Matthews over. Band,
1: okay. <laughs> does Dave Matthews Band have less hits than Three Eleven? Because there were two 311 songs that just from seeing the title, I could sing them in my head, much to my Mm. shame. I bet they are neck and neck. I bet Dave Matthews Band and 311 started
2: having hits around the same time and stopped having hits around the same time.
1: But, like, Dave Matthews Band still, like, plays stadiums or whatever. Yeah. I mean, well, maybe... (laughs) (laughs) why i don't know there's a lot of chill and chill people and chill aspirants they've got bills to pay i get it sure Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) oh yeah well the dave matthews band themselves
0: does it for the money they want to get money
2: (laughs) um anyway i made a joke about the dave matthews band on twitter not too long ago Uh uh-huh um Back when you could make just a joke about a normal thing. Right. And Mike came over and beat you up. And <laughs> beat me up. Uh, no, and a and the bass player from Dave Matthews Band retweeted it with oh. the laughing emoji and so true. <laughs> and it was the nicest interaction I have ever had with a group of fans. Usually yeah. if you make a, a joke about a thing online that you're not a fan of, sometimes you will attract the fans. Yeah. Ooh, I did a Lana Del Rey joke eight years ago shouldn't have done that wow yeah you're Uh, still getting pushback on that r.i.p my mentions yeah uh they're called menchies oh sorry menchies (laughs) r.i.p my yogurt land (laughs) i don't know if that'll track maybe it will who cares um tcby oh boy r.i.p my (laughs) tcby love it I write about now. <laughs> anyway, the Dave Matthews fans were very nice about the about the about the about the soft joke about their favorite band and I I I really liked the interaction. Oh,
1: that's mm. cute. I've had that's I have a fun. Twitter follower who's really into Guster. Mm, sure. Uh speaking of Boy, that might be the last one of those bands. Friendly rock bands of the late 90s and early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Guster. And uh she is so nice. And she'll tweet at me when I tweet something that can be related to Guster. Oh, no. Like, she'll she'll bridge the gap for me between what I've tweeted and Guster. Sure. Okay. Very committed. Okay. And she has such a positive attitude about it. I'm like, well, you got to hand it to this Guster fan. Mm -hmm. She loves Guster. Sure. Yeah.
2: Uh, I think that yeah I think I there was I think there was the crash was probably the big Dave Matthews hit that made its way around then you know probably like Alterna rock radio had some lesser ones Um,
1: yeah anyway. Well, thanks, Jordan. <laughs> no problem. I appreciate Glad it. Glad we went back. You got to close the loop. Travel's podcast is Fanti. It's, uh, Travel, you can give the patter because you're good at the patter. <laughs> you're ready with it. I know this because you came on Judge John Hodgman. You dropped four sentences in a row that were so tight, <laughs> you couldn't bounce a quarter off We worked of hard on it. We yeah. worked
0: hard on it. Fanti is all about those complex and complicated conversations about the gray areas in your lives. It's about the people, the places, and things that you love, even though they may not love you back. The things that you're big fans of... Even though you have some anti feelings towards, <laughs> hence the name Fanti. Hey. So we talk about Wendy Williams, for example. Yep. We talk about Tyler Perry is one of our most recent episodes. We talked about, you know, when Gail King did that interview with Lisa Leslie, and everybody was like, "Oh my God, why did you ask about Kobe rape, potentially raping somebody?" We talked about that and how everybody was wrong. I love um, you know, all of that. We get into all we get, we try to give you the nuance that you're missing from your Twitter timeline that's what
1: we're all about. Did you guys did you guys hear uh, I said something about Kobe once and the disaster on my timeline continues to this day.
0: <laughs> well, luckily we didn't get any negative feedback on it. Um, because we were interested in talking about we weren't we were interested in talking about the role of a journalist. Jared and I, my co host we're both journalists. And so we did not see anything wrong with Gail King asking the question. We actually thought that she had to ask the question. It's her fucking job to ask the question. Um, and everybody else who, you know, felt some type of way, Snoop Dogg, calling her a dog headed bitch or something Dia like was that. was
1: very bad. It was yikes!
0: Um, but he wasn't the only one. There were others. He was just like
1: the biggest,
0: craziest sure. one. Um, but yeah, we like to get into all those you know, types of thorny type conversation
1: Jordan I don't need to tell you this but it's gotten some very enthusiastic reviews from our friend Linda Holmes Okay well we will. We I mentioned Ms. Linda it. Holmes, Holmes approved yes. I mentioned it Twice. only because I know that Linda is much more credible with our audience than we are <laughs> Sure
2: <laughs> That's hey, listen why I to I this it. show <laughs> it hopes that Linda will appear <laughs>
0: It's it's worth it for that once a, or so a year. <laughs> yes, yeah, she gave us a couple of shout outs. Yeah, on, on her on Pop Culture Happy Hour, Nobody's she better. tweeted about us. You know, last week
1: uh, it's a killer show. It is it is hot hot out of the gate and uh, so destroying. It. I'm really I'm really proud of my vague associations with it. I'll say that.
0: Well, much. we're only here because you allow us to be here.
1: Yeah, and you. Remember that. <laughs> Don't cross me, Anderson. I'll do my best. <laughs> I get in trouble often. So <laughs> Brian Sonny D. Fernandez is our producer. You can find us online at uh maximumfun.org on Reddit at maximumfun.reddit.com. Uh you can tweet with the hashtag JJGO. We're also on Facebook where you can like Jordan Jesse, Go and join uh the Max Fun Facebook group. Uh We know it's uh, tough times and we're thinking of all of you guys. And uh, uh, thanks for spending some time with us. Uh, We'll talk to you next time on Jordan, Jesse, Go. MaximumFun.org.
2: Comedy and culture. Artist owned.
1: Audience supported.